Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? No music today, but I'm your host, Grand Hefe. Get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion right here, Monday through Friday, every single weekday. Hey, um, today is um Wednesday, June 13, 2018. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing this afternoon? It's 1230, Mountain Standard Time. Uh, And we got a nice little show, but before I start the show, uh, let me just get... Let me just get this out of the way. The past two days, there have there haven't been a show. Monday and Wednesday, there has been a show, but there haven't been a show. On Monday, I recorded I recorded an episode for you guys, and for some reason, the file couldn't convert. I couldn't I couldn't get the file from off my computer for some reason. I don't know why. Um, you know. Uh, so Monday episode went down the drain, and then yesterday. You know, I recorded about another 45-minute episode for you guys, uh, and the file gets corrupt because my computer just shuts down and restarts right after I get done recording it, and um, I go back to open up the file, and it says the file is corrupt, so I can't even get the file. I couldn't even get the one from yesterday, so that's two days in a row where, you know, um the show has been postponed and you know uh I do apologize for that that is my fault I have to find a way to do to um to 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 do those type things better uh so I can bring you guys the best show possible every single day just as I promised so I just wanted to let you guys know that that I have been working I have been doing I have been doing stuff I haven't just been sitting sitting around you know that Monday through Friday thing is for real. I did record Monday, I did record on Tuesday, and I was sick as a dog on on Monday and i you know i I took my nap, then I woke up and then i I did a show for you guys and i was i was i i felt bad on Monday, you know, but anyways, let's just get right into it. Uh, we're gonna continue this LeBron off season because of course that's that's the biggest you know that's the biggest um that's the biggest questions and biggest topics um that's gonna be coming out and is that's where where does LeBron James land what team fits LeBron James best and you know I I got into it um the past couple days you know but you guys didn't really get to, get to get in that so now I'm you know I'm a I'm gonna break this down again on what I see, you know, just, just my opinion. Cause nobody really knows where LeBron is going to, is going to go at, at this point. I don't really believe LeBron has a clear cut, um, on where he's going to go at. Cause I'm pretty sure the season, the season is, is just ended. I'm pretty sure he's trying to, he's trying to spend that time with his family since they don't really get all of that quality time during the season because of the traveling, you know, the practicing in the game, you know, so, um, and it's the summertime. So I'm pretty sure he's taking his kid. He's going to take his kids on vacation. He does. He doesn't have to opt 
out until I believe the twenty ninth it is. So um I do believe that uh I well I don't believe that LeBron even knows where he's gonna go at at this point. Um, you know, because I believe it's still too early for him to even um figure out where he's gonna go. But, you know, let's just break down the teams that's that, you know, supposedly in in the running for him. And we're gonna stay on the team he's on now currently. That's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now I said last week I believe Cleveland have like a 70-30 chance. I believe that 30% chance is gone. I believe it's now down to 15%. And let me tell you the reason why. I believe it's, it's dropped down half of what I said only because Rodney Hood and J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love and, you know, and Clarkson and, and Hill, Nance, all these guys are under contract next year. So... In order for Cleveland to bring somebody to play with LeBron, they will literally, like, who who is really taking on all those contracts? And even if they do, you're only going to be able to get one player, and you're trading away all of your other assets. Um, I don't think that eighth pick is going to do much of a de- uh, of, um, of justice. Maybe if they get somebody like a Trey Young, I think that, helps the argument, but I think that only helps the argument a little bit because we already know how LeBron feels about playing with younger guys. He don't really like playing with younger guys. Um, it happened with Andrew Wiggins, where Andrew Wiggins, yeah, I'll let you. We'll take Kevin Love instead. Appreciate you. Um, uh, I'll let you uh, whenever we see y'all when we go on our Western Conference road trips. Best of luck to you, my brother. Um, so, I think Cleveland actually hurt themselves with the contract. And people are going to say, well, that's LeBron James' fault because he wanted to. He's not management. You know, he, he Le, LeBron is smart in this way because now in this day and age, we know players have so much control. All players do. Let's, let's, let's not act like LeBron James is the only player that 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 has this kind of power. He's just the only guy who exercises that power and put pressures and put pressure on the organization to win because who who is really trying to lose? Like y'all you can say whatever you want about staying on the team and staying until till they build you. Nobody is trying to lose. Uh, I I don't care how you put it. And every and every player have that kind of impact over organization. And you know, I'm and we're gonna get into that later on with another player that everybody you know that's so revered that everybody just loves so much that they say LeBron LeBron should be more like this guy. Um, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. And then I think Philadelphia. So we're going to stay in the East. Um, I just think Philadelphia. Philadelphia right now is young. I mean, Joel Embiid, uh, Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons, this is Ben Simmons, what, second year in the NBA total, first year plan. So that's why he was able to be a rookie. Uh, Joel Embiid, I think he's been, what, three or four years already. Um, but... The 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 thing with Philly is Ben Simmons is a lesser LeBron. And when I say a lesser LeBron, Ben Simmons is a lesser LeBron in the fact that he doesn't score as well as LeBron did. Even when LeBron back when LeBron first got into the NBA, he didn't have a jump shot. But what but LeBron could get to the rim with the best of them. He was so athletic, he was so strong, he was so powerful, he was so fast, so quick. You know, that's the LeBron that we seen actually dunking on seven footers. You know, that kind of went away in Miami because he didn't he didn't need to do that. He was getting a little bit older. His game was starting to evolve. That's when he had 
first started to get down in the low post. He still doesn't do it as much as he should. But that's when he, you know, after that Maverick series, that's when he, you know, kind of developed the the want to to get into uh the post. You know, he started developing his jump shot because as we remember in 2007 when they played the Spurs, Greg Popovich and the San Antonio Spurs is basically daring LeBron to shoot. They were going up they were going up underneath every single pick and roll, I mean every single screen, making LeBron shoot. Uh and twenty twenty um 2012, 2013, that didn't work out so well for them. Uh, Le, you know, LeBron torched them in a sense. You know, uh, when they were when when they were sagging off of him, they made him he made him pay a little bit more. So, um, and that's just what I don't see out of Ben Simmons right now. He could he develop that sure, but I don't think that's gonna come in one off season. And I don't think LeBron is coming to play with projects. And I wouldn't call Joel and B and uh. Ben Simmons projects, but I'm saying projects as in Ben Simmons has no shot. So, so he's he he's a liability on offense because he doesn't have the offensive game that LeBron has. He can get teammates involved. You know, he can pass the ball. He can put the ball up on. He can put the ball down on the floor to be six ten. But he's not LeBron explosively uh, on offense. You know, he can't shoot the ball. I don't think he can get to the rim consistently. You know, nobody is really worrying about Ben Simmons when they're coming off a of pick and roll because guess what they're doing? The same thing they did to LeBron in 07, going up underneath screens. I don't think LeBron want to play with that. They do have um, good three-point shooters. Covington can hit the corner three. Ilya Sova, uh, Saric, J.J. Reddit. You know, these guys can, can uh, shoot the three. But I don't think LeBron is, you know, people are saying Philly. And I don't, I, I honestly don't understand why they're saying Philly because yeah, if LeBron go to Philly, of course he's going to get out the East. You know, it's LeBron. He's going to get out the East, even with a, he- a healthy Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. And we're going to get to them next. Even with a healthy Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. I I see Le- um, the LeBron going to uh, back to the NBA Finals if he goes to Philly. But he's not just trying to get to the Finals. He's trying to win. And if you're telling me that this Philly roster could be that Warriors roster. I mean, I just don't know what to say. Even with LeBron James, I don't think this Philly roster can beat because you go back to being the same team you was in Cleveland. LeBron James and one other all-star. I don't consider Ben Simmons an all-star. You know, I, I just don't. He's a good player, you know. Um, I just don't. Um, But I just don't see him being... That player, he's going to be the J.R. Smith, who's only scoring 10, 10 points a game, 8 points a game, you know. Um, what what in Boston this year, didn't he score like 2 points or something like that? Or 1 point in Boston? So, um, for me, I don't think he's going to play with, with, with Project. Now, which, 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 which brings us to Boston. Now... I do believe if he goes to Boston, regardless of whatever the situation may be, if he goes to Boston, I know Boston right now, if they will add LeBron, of course, they would have to get rid of Kyrie or Gordon Hayward, whoever they would get rid of, or even keep Gordon Hayward and have LeBron play beside Kyrie. 
I think that team can beat the Warriors with the way that this Boston team is currently set up. They got a bunch of young players that get after you on defense. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I don't think Jason Tatum is a, is is a is a good defender, but but he's a high energy guy, and that's really all you need, I guess, to be a good defender. So I guess he would be a good defender. I meant to say I don't think he's a great defender, but he's a good defender because he he hustles, he gets deflections, you know, and he will play up on you. Jalen Brown, we already know the two way the two way star. I'm not gonna call him a superstar. I call him a star. He up and coming star, the two way star that he is. You know, he he's gonna definitely get at you on the defense end. LeBron does not have to work on the defense end because he still have Marcus Smart. You 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 know you would still have uh. The twins, uh, Marcus Morris, uh, you know, and then you, you know, you're gonna add Kyrie. You'll probably have to get rid of Gordon Hayward if you're gonna do that, and you know, or however they would shape the roster. And then you know that comes. I think that team will be ready made to beat Boston. I mean, to 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 beat a Golden State. I believe that team could beat Golden State because now LeBron, and maybe LeBron do play more defense now because now the 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 offensive load is not all on him. He doesn't have to worry about being the only guy to be a scorer to facilitate the offense. He know that he can get a ball to Kyrie. Kyrie can facilitate the offense. He know that Jalen Brown can go get his own shot. It showed this year. He know Jason Tatum can go get his own shot. It showed this year. So, and then, you know, you'll still have Al Horford, who, who who's a veteran leader, who's a good player in this league, you know. Um, so, I believe that team will be ready-made to beat them. I just don't think, you know, Kyrie wants to do that. I mean, you know, you you seen the interview and he didn't say he wanted to play with LeBron. He didn't say he didn't want to play with LeBron. He gave the smart answer. Um, but that smart answer, you know, is going to open you up for, I wouldn't say criticism, but topics of discussion, you know, where he said, uh, if that's what management feels is best for us, you know, then, 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 then I'm behind management, you know, a guy who want to play with him say, yeah, you know, we, we would love to have him just like, um, Chris Paul, you know, Chris Paul was hurt, was, you know, was quoted after game one. They were saying, game one in the NBA Finals, that he was already recruiting LeBron. Uh, I'm pretty, we all know uh, Joel Embiid has been very active on Twitter, very active, you know, uh, in person, in the media, saying that he, come on, LeBron, let's come complete the process. He actually said it right after the NBA Finals was over. Let's come complete the process. So, you know, um, and you know him and Paul George, I'm sure has been having discussions. A lot of that stuff doesn't come out. It, I'm sure it will. But I believe Boston would be ready made to beat them. Now we're gonna jump over to the Western Conference. Originally, I had said Houston, for me, should be his best spot to go. You know, I I had said Houston, but that was before Chris Paul came out and said he wanted the max. Now who knows if 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 Houston is gonna give him the max because they already paying James Harden, you know, and they they paying the other role players on the team. So how would you be able to pay Chris Paul the max and bring LeBron LeBron James over? And LeBron James said back in back in his Miami days, he's not playing for anything less than the max. You know, when he was getting ready to leave Cleveland, this this this, this uh when he was getting ready to leave Miami back in twenty fifteen. He said he's not playing for anything less than the max. So how will Houston be able to afford three max players and afford the rest of the roster? So I think that it has been put on hold a little bit. I still think that's probably his best his best fit to me when you're going to go play with James Harden and Chris Paul because what was the biggest thing on LeBron this year? You know, uh, he didn't play defense. Well, he had he couldn't play defense when you're shouldering all the offensive load, you know? I mean... Think about it. LeBron James is not young anymore, folks. 
He was in his 15th year this year. He's going into his 16th next year. He's going to be 34 years of, of age next year. Can we really expect him to have all those miles on his legs and still play defense and offense? People say, well, Mike won defensive player of the year, you know, at age 34. Mike also only played 15 seasons total. LeBron is already going into his 16th season. And that with Michael Jordan, he had a year off because he got hurt, the, the ankle injury. And then, and then he took two years off to play baseball. So, so, so he had three years in between his 15 years. So, so basically, essentially, like every five years, he had a break. When LeBron have been to eight straight finals, you know, all those miles on his legs. Of course, he's not going to play defense and shoulder the offense low. Because who, who is he going to give the ball to? Kevin Love, shooting thirty percent. Who? J.R. Smith, George Hill, Isaiah Thomas when they was there. Derrick Rose, Calderon. Let's be serious here, folks. So, of course, he's not going to play defense. But if he maybe if he didn't have to shoulder all of the offensive load, maybe he could play defense. So, I think Houston would take some of the pressure off him as far as offensively. Um, but that situation is still to be said because we don't know what Chris Paul going to do. You know, and then, you know, of course, the Lakers. The Lakers, the Lakers. Uh, you know, Chris Boussard came out the other day and said that maybe they can sign LeBron James and sign Chris Paul as a free agent, and then try to trade for Paul George. I believe if that, if they could get that team, I believe that team will be instant um, competition for the Warriors. I believe that team could beat the Warriors because for me, um, I exit out Draymond Green when when we're talking about the superstars. What Draymond Green does for that team is all-star, superstar level. You know, he does everything for that team. He rebounds, he assists, he runs the offense, he's a hype guy, he's a tough guy, fake tough guy that is, you know, but but as far as the talent, you know, Draymond Green's averaging eight, nine points a game. It's just the little stuff that he does that make Draymond Green so good, you know, that's 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 what he, he does, the little stuff good, the stuff that, that may not show up on the stats sheet, you know, the, the, um, not the block shots, but the interrupting shots, you know, the screens here and there, making the right pass so somebody else can make the right pass. You know, that's the stuff I think that Draymond does good, you know. Uh, so I think for that team, he he's so good for that team, you know, for what they need him to do in that role, you know. But I believe if LeBron can get Chris Paul and Paul George in L.A., because I don't think he goes with just him and one more superstar because LeBron is trying to win. He He's trying to win. He He... He he's not trying to do what he did this year, where he only have him and Kevin Love, and then a bunch of guys who. And I know a lot of people. Kyle Korver, he's one, he's the fourth best shooter, you know, career percentage in the NBA. J.R. Smith has been a six man, and all this other stuff. But listen, you can say whatever you want to say, but I'm I'm a results guy, and I'm a guy. Listen, if I see what they're putting out, I don't care about their 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 past. I don't care what they did before they got to me. I'm talking about what they're doing right now. And we've seen them do nothing. So I hate when people say, well, he did have help because he had this guy and this guy. See, you're just naming off names that you know. But are you really naming off names that's actually been producing? Because none of those guys produced this year, especially in the finals. None of those guys produced. You know, people talk about Ray Allen. Well, LeBron has had, you know, the Hall of Fame teammates, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Chris Bosh, and uh, Dwayne Wade and Ray Allen, but how could you mention Miami Heat, Ray Allen? I, th- th- this is not the Lifetime Achievement Award. If that's the case, didn't Kobe play with Dwight Howard, who I believe is going to be a Hall of Famer? 
Shaq, who's already a Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame coach, Phil Jackson. Then he played with uh Steve Nash, who's also a Hall of Famer. Then he also played with Carl Malone, who's also a Hall of Famer. Then he played with Gary Payton, who's also a Hall of Famer. So, you know, but nobody is mentioning Carl Malone and Steve Nash and all and and you know, these guys, you know why? And Gary Payton. Because these guys was at the end of their career and was hurt. Yeah, he played with them, but how productive was these guys? That's what I care about. How how productive? See, context for me is everything. See, everybody just want to throw out. Yeah, he had uh five Hall of, Hall of Fame teammates, but what did Ray Allen do? Even in the series where they say Ray Allen saved LeBron's career, which is laughable to me because it it, it insinuates the fact that. When you the star player, you're supposed to make every shot. You're supposed to take every shot. You're supposed to you're supposed to pass the ball to yourself and to yourself only. None of your teammates can can play defense to help you. None of your teammates can hit shots to help you. And that game where Ray in that game six where they where, where everybody says Ray Allen saved LeBron's legacy. Ray Allen had nine points and played forty one minutes. The Hall of Famer Ray Allen that everybody likes to throw out. Ray Allen, Ray Allen was was getting more than nine points in in, in his rookie season, almost. You know, you know, um, uh, the the Bucks, Ray Allen, and, and Supersonic Ray Allen. You know, and and Boston Ray Allen. Let's not mention Miami Ray Allen. You know that he he wasn't the Hall of Famer Ray Ray. He wasn't Uncle Ray Ray in Miami. So context for me is everything. So when people, you know. Try to talk about you know all the the you know the Hall of Fame teammates that he played with. I I, I think it's just bogus because a lot of because because we're not thinking context. So back to the Lakers. I think that team would be able to beat you know Golden State with a LeBron with a Paul George and a Chris Paul. We know Chris Paul plays defense. We know Paul George played defense. Um, the uh Randall Randall's gonna play tough defense. I think Lonzo plays plays good defense. You know he's six seven or whatever he is. You know. So he's long. Um, I think that team will be, you know, instant contenders in the West. Uh, of course, they're, they're going to struggle. It's a new team. You have to f- fill it out. But I believe by the time the playoffs come and definitely by the time, you know, they they would meet the Warriors because I'm pretty sure they would be somewhere third or fourth in the West. So they wouldn't see the Warriors until at least the, 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 the second round. I believe they'll be ready, you know. Then, which brings me to... The one that I like the most probably now, the the last one that's probably surfaced, you know, and I'm not sure it's 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 a real possibility for LeBron, uh, being that it's in San Antonio, but I believe that San Antonio could do LeBron James' career numbers. I believe him and Pop could win at least two more championships, which would give LeBron five. Gift, uh, I believe Pop at that point would have seven. I believe. Uh, but you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Lamarcus Aldridge, LeBron James, a Greg Popovich, Patty Mills, Devonte, the the Jonte Murray, I uh, Paul Gasol, I believe is would still be there. Um, Danny Green, so he has the shooting. Um, uh, I believe this team, I believe this team beats uh Golden State. One, LeBron James has never played for a Hall of Fame coach in his career. Larry Drew, Mike Brown, David Blatt, Eric Spoelstra, 
uh, Tyron Lue. Good job. Good job. None of those is, is, is Greg Popovich, and none of those guys is Phil Jackson. Pat Riley. You know, the, the, you know all the greats always had a, a Hall of Fame or a great to Hall of Fame coach. Bird, Magic, Bron- uh, Jordan, Kobe, Shaq. All these guys had Hall of Fame. Even D-Wade, too. He, you know, he had uh, Pat Riley. So, for me, LeBron going to play with Greg Popovich in San Antonio, it ain't the market. But if if all he cares about is winning, I think they find a way. Now, the only thing, just like with, and I forgot to mention with L.A., the reason why I don't think LeBron is going to go, I've already said my reasons for Cleveland. I've already said my reasons for Philly. I think he should go to Boston. Uh, just the, the him and Kyrie factor, I, I don't know. You know, it's you know, especially as far as Kyrie wanted to get away from LeBron. So why would he be okay playing with him now? You know, when when that's what you wanted to do. You told management, I don't want to play with LeBron. That's why you don't want to be here. So I, I think Boston also exits itself out because I don't think LeBron is going to barge in on on that situation, especially giving him and Kyrie Irving's um him and Kyrie Irving's uh what's this called him. Relationship, you know, rapport. Uh, I think LA is out just because of LeBron. Don't want to deal with a lot of drama and you know reports. I haven't heard it yet because I don't really care for it. But Lonzo Ball dropped a a, a um a, a diss track on Kyle Kuzma, and now today supposedly Kyle Kuzma was saying he's gonna drop a mixtape a diss track back on on Lonzo Ball. So. If if you're trying to get LeBron, if you're trying to get LeBron, the best player in the world, who who you know is coming to your team to only win, that's the only reason why he's there. And you got two players already fighting, which is which is your two best players, I would say, or your two most uh, hyped players. Kuzma is definitely probably the, the the Lakers' best player, and you know Lonzo obviously he's second pick in the draft, uh, highly hyped up. And now you got those two guys fighting in the offseason where you supposed to be wanting LeBron James? I think that's also going to tear him away. Now, there has been reports that LeBron James' son has been committed. He committed to a high school in Los Angeles, which probably could further the point about what D-Wade said, where it's probably going to be a lifestyle decision instead of a basketball decision. I think that's going to play a part in the Lakers, but I just think all the bickering, that's, that probably put LeBron on the back burner. I'm not... The Lakers, from all the reports that everybody is saying, the Lakers probably got the best shot to get LeBron, obviously because he's trying to build his brand. To me, I think that's a bad a bad move unless you can get Paul George and uh, Chris Paul. I think anything else is is a waste. You don't go there. But I he's trying to look for after basketball. Like I said, this is his 16th year. I only see him playing three to four more years at this level. LeBron, LeBron James at the MVP level he's played this year, I think he only got three more of those years left. Now, he still have three to four maybe good, still good seasons, maybe like a 24-point a game, 22-point a game, but starting to average more assists type type thing. But I think this level LeBron, MVP level LeBron, I think he only got about three more years. So I don't, I don't foresee him wasting that. 
you know, unless he can get something good in L.A. Now back to the Spurs. Like I said about the Hall of Fame coach, I think that's going to help LeBron. I I think that I think that helped Kobe. I think that helped Shaq. I think that helped Jordan, you know, and Pippen and all these guys. Bird, I think that helped these guys. Having somebody on the sideline that's competent, who who's not scared to 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 tell you, you know, how they feel, you know, you know. So I think that works. Now the thing with San Antonio, I think every single landing destination for LeBron, they it it has its negatives. San Antonio has its negatives. And I think San Antonio negative is the uncertainty of Kawhi Leonard. Does he, or should I say, do he want to play for the the Spurs still? Um, there's reports that him and um, Kawhi and Popovich uh, is supposed to uh, be meeting up soon. Now, if there's any guy that I believe that can get somebody back on track is Kawhi Leonard. I mean, is uh, Greg Popovich. I reported earlier this year the reports that, um, you know, on my other show, I reported that it wasn't my report, obviously, but, you know, I I, I said it on my show that um, LaMarcus Aldridge wanted to leave the San Antonio Spurs before the season this year. He had went to management and asked for a trade. And him and Popovich sat down, and, you know, I read the report. I read the report. Uh, Greg Popovich basically said, listen, you ain't going nowhere. And the only thing we're going to do is talk this thing out. You know, and and even after we, we, we talk this out, you still feel the same way? Guess what? It doesn't matter because we're going to work this out. And him and LaMarcus Aldridge worked it out. And, and you seen LaMarcus Aldridge, I believe, took another step in the right direction this year. They were they were, they were were outmatched uh, against the Golden State Warriors, you know, without Kawhi Leonard. Uh and LaMarcus Aldridge has never been that type of guy that's going to lead a team, which is the reason why I think he left Portland because it was too tough for him. Uh, even though he had Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum was, was starting to come up, I think that team could have been a really, really solid squad. I mean, think about it. Portland got to, what, third in the West this year with just C.J. McCullough and and uh, and Damian Lillard. I think with LaMarcus Aldridge, they could have maybe got over the hump. Maybe not beat Golden State, but I think they could have challenged him. But nonetheless, I think, you know, Greg Popovich's ability to to get the most out of his players, uh, I believe him and when him and Kawhi do have this sit down, I believe they get that worked out. Uh from Kawhi Leonard's standpoint, from all the reports, he's just I think he's mad about the way they they handle his injury. Uh, I don't think he felt that they took it as serious as he took it. Uh more as like a slight to him and his injury. Like, we don't care about your injury. We care about winning. You know, even Tony Parker had came on and said that his that his hamstring injury uh, back, I forgot what year it was, uh, was way worse. And he used the words way worse than what Kawhi Leonard is dealing with right now. So, you know, his teammates was calling him out. So who knows, you know, the psyche of some of these young players, you know, a lot of these guys are sensitive nowadays. You can't say anything about them. We hear Antonio Brown coming out saying, you know, it's too much pressure from the media. Like, you are a superstar. That doesn't make any sense to me. How how is it too much pressure? You know, if if you don't if you don't want that kind of spotlight, now I get infringing on personal personal space, but you just talking about people covering you and people writing stories on you. Listen, stop being a crybaby. These millennials, these guys are so are so sensitive nowadays that you can't say anything about them. But I believe Kawhi Leonard and I believe Greg Popovich will get that together. And if LeBron is really thinking about winning 
for me, if he's really thinking about winning, I think he goes to, I think he goes to, um, to San Antonio. I mean, what, what people say, LeBron don't want to go to the West cause it's easy. I, I, and I, that, that honestly kills me when people say that, you know, that to, to, to think that a guy of LeBron's caliber would literally be running away from competition. That don't make any sense to me, you know? That, like, people, I guess people people f- forget that he was drafted into the Eastern Conference. Although, he, in 2010, he made that decision to go to, to the Heat and then back to the Cavs. I believe he only went back to the Cavs for, you know, what he, he needed to win that, that championship. But I don't think LeBron James is scared to go to the West, you know? Uh, with, especially with all these Western Conference teams that's, that, that's coming out. Especially back in his day when he was playing defense and offense. Like, who should he have been scared of? And, you know, the notion, and uh, according to most people, it, it, it probably would have been better for him to go to the West and lose, as they say that, that he would, instead of losing the NBA Finals. Because it seemed like we only value final wins and final losses when it only compares to one person. Like, getting to the Finals is not hard enough. Like, you are playing in the NBA, you know. You're playing in the NBA and for a guy, I don't care what league you're playing in. You could be playing in freaking... Uh, summer league, summer ball, rec ball. I don't care where you at. The y, the YMCA. I don't care where you at to get to the championship eight times. I mean, I don't care who you're playing against. That's that's not easy. You still got to get tired. You still got to go out there and play the games. So, you know, the notion that you know it's better for LeBron, like that's like saying it would have been better for him to lose against. Indiana than the than the than the to make it all the way to the NBA finals and lose. He had six or seven 40 point games after the Indiana series. We wouldn't even we wouldn't even see that greatness. But for some people, you're telling me it's best for him to just he should have just lost in Indiana. He shouldn't have not went ahead. We wouldn't have never we wouldn't have never seen the two game winners in Toronto. Had he had he just lost in, in in Indiana, we wouldn't see him in in Game Six and Game Seven without Kevin Love put up eighty one points total in, in 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 those two games. We we wouldn't see that. So the the idea that it's better to lose before the finals that makes no sense. How can you how how can one say they the they they the best one in a team sport? just by your team finals record. But we're not going to count all the years before that. We're not going to count when you were getting swept in the first round. We're not going to count when you were when you were losing in the conference finals. We're not going to count when you were losing in the second round. We only count finals. That makes absolutely no sense to me because when you're talking about a legacy, you're talking about the whole totality of a person's career. So for LeBron, it's like, should I just lose in the in, in the Eastern Conference? Because for, for for LeBron, honestly, to me, it's them if you do, them if you don't. If LeBron had lost in the first round, we would never hit the end of that, and we would be talking about how he's not the GOAT because he lost in the first round to Indiana. But we don't say that about Michael Jordan. We don't say that about Kobe Bryant. We don't say that about anybody else except for LeBron James that is better to lose before the finals. Jordan and Kobe don't get penalized penalized for losing in the first round, the second round, the conference finals. Jordan and Kobe don't get penalized for getting swept. 
which is going to bring me to Kobe because, you know, Kobe has some interesting, um, you know, takes these past uh, couple days uh, since the finals about LeBron. Uh, you know, basically just saying, like, LeBron have to, you know, he have to find a way to win. You got to figure out a way to win. And, you know, as a kid, I only dreamed about, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, as a kid, I only cared about winning championships. But did you really, Kobe? Did you really care about winning? Because if you did only care about winning, I believe you and Shaq would probably have more more championships than Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I believe you and you and Kobe Bryant could have been the, the the most dominant duo that we ever seen in basketball. The uh Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen won six rings. Kobe and Shaq won three rings, and they could have easily, I believe, easily won six, at least tied Jordan and uh Shaq. I'm mean, Jordan and um and and Pippen. You know they won three. They they won uh three in a row. Shaq was the was the finals MVP on all three of those teams. The first finals that Kobe lost, I mean, he shot he he only averaged 16 points. Now, now fast forward to to the Dallas series against, you know, Miami and Dallas, when LeBron averaged what he I think he averaged 17 that finals, they lose the finals. So, so that tells you right away, you know, that's why I always snuffed at the notion that Dwayne Wade taught LeBron James how to win. Whenever you hear them and you know, in, in in interviews, first off, they lost that first final when LeBron didn't didn't do that well. When LeBron only averaged seventeen points in that finals, they lost that finals to the Mavericks, and they had a two one lead. They lost that finals in six. They didn't win another game because LeBron had a meltdown in games four, five, and six. So this notion that he taught him how to win is so that I think that is so so BS, you know, because. D Wade even said itself after they lost to, to to Dallas, he told LeBron like this is your team. So so you taught me how to win, but you telling me I'm the best. That call it encouragement or whatever you want, leadership. I, man, call it whatever you want. Nobody taught him how to win. Let's let's not forget D Wade haven't won a NBA Finals without a Hall of Fame player himself. Let's not let's not forget that Miami Heat shot was it wasn't. Orlando or Lakers shot, but let's 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 not act like it was Cleveland Cavalier and Phoenix Sun and Boston Celtics shot either. That was still a really good shot, a really dominant shot. So, um, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe says you just got to find a way to win, and I, you know. But you wanted to run, you not wanted to, you ran Shaq up out of town because you made the organization choose between you or him. When Shaq left, Shaq went and won an, another championship with D-Wade. What were you doing, Kobe? Losing. But see, nobody blowing 3-1 leads, the original 3-1 loser in the first round. Not one that takes shots because he's pouting, because it's, you know trying to prove a point to his teammates. But that's the guy that we say is the ultimate teammate. The guy who's who 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 who's calling his teammates in practice the B word or in and, and, and you know in the P word because because they're not playing up to his standards. That's the guy that we call a great leader. But we get mad at LeBron for game one for getting mad that JR didn't know to shoot the ball. And that's the guy that we call a bad leader. That's the guy that 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 we say have oh that's bad leadership right there. But we got guys like Michael Jordan who who who's punching teammates in the face 
breaking their nose. We got Kobe who's calling teammate B words and P words in practice because they're not going up to his standard. But we call those guys great. We call those guys great leaders because they want to win. Look at that fire that they want to win. Could we imagine LeBron coming out in that press conference calling J.R. Smith a, a P word or, 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 or a B? Could we imagine, you know, we getting reports out of that locker room in game one that LeBron punched J.R. Smith? Because, see, that's the kind of stuff that we'll be talking about is bad leadership qualities. But, see, with Jordan and Kobe, they had so much fire. They, they wanted to win. Look at that competitive nature that, that they got. That is so BS. And I said it, and I'm going to keep saying it. LeBron is the only superstar that, 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 that have qualifiers. That, that have qualifiers. Because we couldn't, we wouldn't have never lived down the fact that LeBron James had punched JR or or cussed JR Smith out. We wouldn't live that down because right now all he did was, 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 was get mad and not say anything to him. And we called him less of a leader for that. LeBron should have did this. He should have did that. Well, I guess I guess if he had punched him, I guess that would have showed his 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 desire to win, right? That would have just showed his desire that 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 he wants to win if he would have just punched Jr. like Mike did, or he would have been calling them names like Kobe did. That's the desire to win, you know. And this this narrative, you know, Kobe also says something like, you know, just passing him the ball don't make don't don't make your teammates better. Now. If I'm not mistaken, LeBron does all kind of team activities, which is something that your leader is supposed to be doing, galvanizing the troops, getting together, keeping the morale up. Um, you know, I'm I'm big on keeping the morale up when you're when when you're in, in the position. I used to say it all the time. I used to work for the um for the post office, and you know, I I, I used to say it about the supervisors there. You know that they don't keep the morale up. Of, of 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 the group. Now we're grown men and women, and you know we we're there to get a paycheck, so it ain't necessarily their job. But if you, I'm I'm a firm believer, you know, and I was in the military, you know, and I've had sergeants that I didn't want to work for, and I had sergeants that I would run through a brick wall for, and they got everything to do with how they treat the people that's under them. When 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 and Le, as far as LeBron James, he's not their boss but he's their leader he's clearly the best player so out of your best player you expect them to keep everybody up i think nobody does a better job at that than than, than lebron you know he 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 buys he he buys the team suits he he invites them over to his house he does paintball you know he does a lot team pitchers he does everybody on the team got a handshake with lebron and that's been back back to his cleveland his first cleveland days where everybody had a handshake everybody would get in the team pitchers you know before the game you know doing you know so so i think kobe is one he's preaching to the wrong person because kobe never did that all kobe wanted was let hey let's win you see me you see me in this gym at at at, at three o'clock in the morning that's what I expect out of you. So let's not act like Kobe made his teammates better. Let's not act like Kobe never lost. When he didn't have Shaq, when he didn't have Shaq, he was missing the playoffs, getting bounced out in the first round, blowing 3-1 leads. You know, and people get on LeBron for missing the finals that year that they lost to the Orlando Magic. Let's not forget uh, LeBron did go to the uh, NBA Finals four years in Miami. Where was Kobe at? P. 
pretty sure that Dallas Mavericks team, I'm pretty sure they 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 uh swept Kobe and them, right? Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure um you know that Oklahoma City team that the Miami Heat beat, that would have been another year that the uh the the Lakers could have been in in the NBA finals, right? What happened to them that year? Oh, I'm pretty sure they got beat in 5. Um so people people like to put the blame that LeBron and Kobe never faced on LeBron like Kobe wasn't losing and you know when 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 he was still cuz everybody tell me in that last game in Utah Kobe still got it. he put up 60 even though he took like 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 50 some shots and everybody was just literally standing there watching him Kobe even said that himself you know I I like I seen them like starstruck just like letting me shoot the ball he he said that himself so Man, like this, 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 this notion that Kobe and Jordan was so much superior and they never lost and they did. Like, people only look at these five championships and and people only look at the six championships and people only look at the three championships. And I don't think they taken 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 a toll of everything that these guys done in their career. First, second, and third round do matter. N- not not just the finals. First, second, third round do matter. How you lost in those? How you lost in those do matter? Kobe blowing a three one lead does matter. <laughs> That does matter. So this notion that it that that it doesn't, I mean, Lord have mercy. But like I said, it's the qualifiers, and the and those qualifiers they only matter when we're dealing with LeBron James because LeBron James is the only guy that's getting measured really by 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 his whole playoff run instead of just the finals like everybody else is doing. Nobody nobody mentioned Jordan getting swept twice first round. Nobody mentioned Kobe getting swept, missing the playoffs in the prime of his career. No, no, nobody mentioned that. Nobody mentioned Kobe blowing the 3-1 lead. Nobody, nobody mentioned Kobe demanding a trade because his teammates were so trash. But see, we get mad at LeBron for not being on the contract and choosing to go wherever he want to go. But, but, but Kobe is just the ultimate competitor, right? You know, he don't have a team, so he's demanding a trade. On Stephen A. Smith radio show, all this stuff is, is 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 out there for everybody to see. But people people don't care because it's not LeBron. Let LeBron has said he. De- LeBron comes out and say, "Man, I need some help." He gets killed for it. Kobe Kobe says his teammates is trash. Talking about his teammates is trash, and and demanding a trade on 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 a radio show. Talking about his GM. Everybody nobody cares about that because Kobe just want to win. The irony, the irony of that statement. Kobe just wants to win. Does he? Does he? You can say whatever you want to say, man. The facts, the the facts are the facts, you know. And, you know, I think LeBron gets such unfair criticism uh, when other guys have done the exact same thing he done or something worse. And for them, it's them being competitive. With LeBron, it's him being soft. It's him being passive-aggressive. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but that's the way it is, guys. That's the way that this sports world wor- works in the world of LeBron James. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see uh, on June 29th. I'm pretty sure he's going to opt out uh, where LeBron will be going at. Uh if I like I said, if I had my my guess, I would say I would hope it's either Boston or or um or San Antonio, but 
we'll just have to see. That's going to be it for today, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Grant Hefe. Make sure you tune into the podcast tomorrow for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. Make sure you tune in every single weekday, Monday through Friday. I'm going to see you guys. We out.